Hello and welcome to Transformers Week in Review. It transforms into the mighty chicken. I do like the way they have the dictionary definitions for all the things here. The term buzzsaw means buzzsaw. This is Matrix Prime. This is Spader. This is Curious saying, I'm the goddamn Batman. Hello and welcome to Transformers Week in Review. I am Jesse slash Matrix Prime and I'm joined by Spader. Good evening, everybody. We have absolutely no idea where Kyrus is at. Kyrus, <laughs> we miss you. Where are you? Kyrus. So far, we've uh, narrowed it down to he's either been kidnapped or he's jumped out his window because because his Apple computer was acting up, but we're not sure which at this point. <laughs> the puppets finally took over. <laughs> the Optimus Prime puppet? Yes. Taking revenge? Yes. Alright. On to news? On to the news. Story 1. Movie toy robot modes revealed. eBay.com seller SPX Toys posted auctions for four movie toys this past week. The four toys were fully painted and included Brawl, Barricade, Scorponok, and Bumblebee. While we had seen the prototypes of these figures in vehicle and beast mode in the past, this is the first time we had seen them fully painted and actually displayed in robot mode. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can say that oh. if, I don't know if I can say that any better. Oh I, uh, I will admit, their vehicle modes and alternate their alternate modes are great. I like them. I think they're good looking. Yep. But what? <laughs> Do they go back to the Beast Machines toy designers here to make these figures, I, or what? I don't know. <laughs> um, Scorponok, I am. Sh- I I just look at him, and it. I swear he's going to be a basic level figure. It just looks like, <laughs> literally, I I called it one or two episodes ago where his sides of his scorpion mode form his legs, and then his arms fold down, and that's it. All right, that, all right, that picture we've seen, that it can't be transformed correctly. I'm hoping not. <laughs> I'm really hoping not. But if you look at when he is transformed, there are, in the robot's crotch, there are the wheels that in scorpion mode you would roll. Ugh. And I guess that would turn <laughs> the um, gears that are in the midsection of the robot. So in robot mode, it's just a big meat grinder? I guess. Just <laughs> I... I'm a suit. I I don't, oh dear God. <laughs> what, what about I the brawl really. figure? The tank form looks nice. The robot mode is kind of. <laughs> I'm not even sold on the on the tank mode. Tank mode myself. It the tank mode reminds me of something from GI Joe. Yeah. That's it makes me think GI Joe, and that's not a bad thing, but. Oh, <laughs> that's true. I'm just not sold on the color scheme. Yeah, the color scheme is bad. I really don't care for the color scheme. Now, isn't isn't the movie at least from what we've known or have heard? Isn't it taking place at least scenes in Iraq? Some of them. Okay. Uh, some of the scenes take place in in a desert area. Well, does it? I don't know if it's in the Middle East or not. Doesn't it seem kind of odd to have a green tank in a in a desert? I don't know, dude. Um, <laughs> unless there's a, a jungle nearby. You would think, unless they're gonna green screen him, or change fix it in post. 
Maybe he has the power to uh, uh, change colors. Maybe he's a chameleon. Yes, he's the chameleon <laughs> tank. He can hide anywhere. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I think the next thing we should we should talk about is um, barricade the cop car. Yep. I really like the cop car the car mode. Yep, that looks great. It's it looks absolutely fantastic. Yep. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> the robot mode is kind of a what the hell. Yeah. It's it it reminds me of something from the Energon line. It really does. But it's not bad except for the arms. <laughs> the shoulders specifically? No, the shoulders don't bother me. The shoulders I could deal with, but the everything from the shoulder socket down <laughs> bugs me. And it he it looks like he's got no real articulation. Ra- yeah, range of movement articulation at all. <laughs> and what the heck is that frenzy with him? I have that no idea what that silver is. Silver robot. It people are saying it's frenzy, but. What the hell does he turn into? A suitcase? <laughs> I don't know. These are just horribly designed, if you ask me. And then there's Bumblebee. Ugh. The vehicle mode is not bad. Now, see, I don't even like the vehicle mode. I think it looks too cheap. I'm not saying that it's good. <laughs> but it's not awful. Okay. It reminds It reminds me of Hot Shot. I swear, it's Hotshot from Armada. I think that's the problem. It It's the same color. It's got the same black. I swear the wheels look like the same plastic. <laughs> They're probably left over. Yeah. But the robot mode is... Blah. Now see, the robot mode, uh, it's okay. I'm just not sold on the head design, period. From what we've seen in the movie and what we see on the toy here. Oh, the head design is black. <laughs> I don't like the gas cap mouth at all. Atrocious. Did these uh these colored prototypes sell you on on the line? <sighs> Doesn't sound like it. <laughs> for all it for even though I'm not thrilled with the with the hand problem or the arms, I still like Barricade. I think he's a great cop car. And for just what it is, it's not bad, but I swear it's mistransformed. <laughs> and if it's not, you still gonna pick it up? I'd pick it. I'm. I'll pick them up. But all of them? I, <sighs> See, I think I'm definitely gonna be picking and choosing. <laughs> I don't know. It. To be quite honest, it all depends on how much money I have at the time. Hopefully but not much, the, so then you can pass on these. <laughs> yeah. The thing that just really irritates me is that I'm looking at a picture of what I'm assuming is Bumblebee once he gets his upgrade. Okay. But it doesn't even look anything like the toy. Now, it's the older model Camaro, but still, it it doesn't look anything remotely close and that's what's been worrying me this whole time is we've got these super detailed transformers and with almost zero possibility of them being even remotely like the movie. Yep. I think that's going to be the big downfall of this line. So my question is we've got 
five of them. We have yet to see Bone Crusher. We've seen a prototype vehicle of Jazz. We haven't seen jack or shit for Starscream, Ironhide, Megatron, and Optimus. <laughs> and, and Ratchet. Other than that leaked thing... Did you say Starscream? Couple, yeah, I said Starscream. Okay, well we just saw their... Uh, whatever those are. Those meteor rock things. Yeah, we saw those. those but, <laughs> yeah, somehow I don't think those are the final fo- final things. Ugh, yeah. But... Uh, <laughs> I'm hoping quality is improved. I don't think it's going to happen, though. (laughs) Okay, enough said. Story two? Story number two. G1 theme composer suing for royalties. According to the report posted on Cybertron.com, or Sabertron.com, the composer for the original G1 Transformers theme, Anne Bryant, is suing Sunbrow Productions and BMI for royalties owed to her for the use of her music. In the report, it says that she is owed royalties for the use of the theme in CDs, DVDs, and VHS tapes, and that the royalties owed to her date back to 1994. She also hopes to secure professional screen credits in the event that the theme is used in the upcoming live-action film, set to be released July 4th in the next year. Who? What? I've never heard of this woman. <laughs> yeah, why Why is she coming forward now? Maybe she's down on her luck and needs cash. <laughs> I really hate to say something like that, but it could be very, very true. I mean, I can understand someone wanting the royalties that, they're deser- that, that they deserve. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to go to them and say, look, guys, you never paid me for these contractually. Now, you'd have to get a lawyer to do that, I'm right, sure. Right, right. And that might just be all that it is. It might just be her coming and saying, look, you guys have never given me the royalties. Or maybe she's just really dumb and didn't figure it out until now. Twelve years it took her to figure out? (laughs) Maybe. It's possible. Uh, yeah. I think she's just looking to to score some cash here. With the movie coming up. Probably. Yeah. But I've never heard of this person. I, I didn't know it was a woman that, that came up with the, the theme. I didn't know it was American. <laughs> <laughs> what would you think it was, Japanese? I thought it was something that was done maybe in Korea or something. And I mean, it's not that difficult to come up with that type of a theme, I, I would assume. Of course, this coming from the person who has no musical talent whatsoever. (laughs) And I'm not really sure which theme this is. Is this just the season one opening theme? Is this all the themes? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yep. Yep. Story number three. Story three. Possible Transformers Heroes cartoon news. TFW member Kickback has posted information about the next Transformers cartoon, which at this point should be taken with a grain of salt. It has learned that the animation studio is going to be Answer and Mook, not Gonzo. I've never even heard of them. The cartoon will not be classified as anime. Character designs are being done by the same guy who did Teen Titans. And finally, the only writer who is currently on board did story editing on the Beast Machines cartoon. Um... Just as a quick reference, Answer and Mook, I think, are the animation studio responsible for um, 
Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. I think that's who it is. Okay, something I've never heard of. <laughs> it's another. It's a Cartoon Network show, and... Oh, that would be why. And I don't particularly care for that animation. It's not very good. <laughs> well, it is perfect for the next Transformers cartoon. Oh, good God. <laughs> and just a, a quick Google search reveals nothing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did a search for that earlier this morning. I couldn't find anything for answer a moot. Now, the person who's doing the character designs, I'm wondering if that's character designs for the robots or if that's character designs for just for the people, for the humans that'll be in the show. Because, much as I hate to say it, you're going to have to have humans. Ugh. <laughs> and if that's... I really enjoy... I loved the Teen Titans show. I thought it was great character... great caricatures. But, I well, this is going to be a wait and see, because I didn't like this overall story on Beast Machines, but this is only a guy that edited it. This isn't someone that wrote it. <laughs> this isn't Bob Skeer. Yeah, this is not Bob Skeer. Though at this point, but, I'd be happy if he would if he jump on board. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so wait, you want the entire, like, all of the robots to be just cardboard cutout shadow blocks of each other? Yes! Oh, you bastard. <laughs> Isn't that basically what we got in the last couple of series anyways, for the background yeah. characters? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm actually really happy that it's not Studio Gonzo. As much as I liked Cyber uh, Transformers Cybertron slash Galaxy Force, Studio Gonzo has a very bad habit of making series that start off really, really good and then just completely crap out. Such as... <laughs> Um, Aside from the Transformers, well, you want well, GI. They are the ones that did GI Joe Sigma Six. Oh, are they? Well, that show's still on, though, right? Yeah, it's still on, and uh, I think they just finished up season two. As a matter of fact, I I I saw an episode or two of that. I didn't think that was all that bad. No, no, it actually that's one of their better jobs or better things. The Studio Gonzo is very good with dealing with licensed products, but their original works. Uh, an example to all the anime fans out there, Pumpkin Scissors is one of their is their most current work. Uh, they've also done Van Dredd and some others. But um, Pumpkin Scissors started off with a really novel idea in the first episode and then just turned to crap. And Van Dredd started off with a really novel idea and it didn't turn totally crappy, it just kind of got really, really, really weird. But this is not Otakubot. We'll talk about them in Otakubot. <laughs> okay. I guess we'll have to wait for some more concrete information before we... Yeah, yeah, this is a wait and see. Yeah. Uh, story number four, TV, uh, TF movie information in Target Computers. Malifo 4 of the Spark has posted information he dug up within the Target computer system. The first three items listed, which were which we had heard about previously, are referred to as Transformers Authentic Action Figures, Transformers RoboVision Optimus, and Transformers Movie Legend Assortment. The newest listing, listing is referred to as Transformers Movie Ultimate and is listed with a price of $79.99. Is Hasbro introducing a new price point for the movie line or a single figure? Only time was going to tell. Holy God, what the hell could they be making? For 80 bucks, I have no idea. 
unless this is we're going to get another Prime with a voice box. <laughs> They're going to repaint Prime. They're going to give him a different shade of red. But Ultimate. Transformers movie Ultimate. That doesn't even give us a, an even... That doesn't even give us any clue as to what the hell it is. Yeah. I have no idea on this one. Oh, yeah. Transformers authentic action figures? Well, duh. (laughs) Transformers RoboVision Optimus. I'm still not quite sure what that is. Um, do you remember those... I I have a feeling it's going to be a combination between Optimus Prime and Viewfinders. You know, I was thinking of something like that. Or maybe it projects... It's like a little projector of some sort, maybe? There was that... What was that called? That Batwave? Was... Did Hasbro do that or not? Do you know what I'm talking about? For the Batman toy line? Where... No. Where, like, the figure interacted with, like, a... uh, What was on the screen? I don't know if it was, like, over-the-air stuff or if it came with a DVD or something. Uh, I know of what type kind of toy you're talking about, but I've never seen that particular toy. Well, does Hasbro do it have anything to do with Batman or? I don't remember. I I don't know. I don't know who does Batman, but. I want to say it's Kenner, but Kenner is owned by Hasbro. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. And then there's. Yeah, uh, this is another wait and see, folks. Yeah. Would would you be willing to shell out eighty bucks for a, a figure? Uh, it depends on what it is. Well, would I? I would think it would have to be something that was recognizable, like a Prime. If it um, was indeed a Transformer. But, you know, if we're talking masterpiece level figure, with honest to god movie voice clips, maybe. But then again, what's the figure? <laughs> exactly. But wait, unfortunately, <laughs> wait and see. Wait and I'm, see. I'm willing to bet. Every January or fe- February, I'm sorry, February. There's uh, the toy fair, yep. but then Hasbro always does something separate. Yep. So I'm willing to bet we'll see. We'll find out all of this by, hopefully February. That would be nice. Yes. Unless maybe they'll unveil it at... Well, no, I th- I would think that the toys would be out before BotCon, wouldn't they? I would... Uh, would... Yeah, they said that the toys are going to be out in by May. Okay, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Guess we'll have to wait till February to see. May. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, final story? Yes, sir. Okay, G1 Soundwave, delayed or canceled? This past week, the G1 Soundwave reissue was supposed to hit Toys R Us, but for those of you who ordered online and went looking in stores, no, this wasn't the case. For those that ordered online, they received an email stating, quote, that there have been an unexpected delay in the shipment, with no date on when the item would actually be in stock. However, the confusion doesn't end there. Other people who ordered online also also received an email stating that the item they had ordered isn't currently available and thus their order has been cancelled. So is the toy itself cancelled or just delayed? Let the speculation begin. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah. Did you go looking for this figure? No. Now see, I, I was at Toys R Us a couple times this weekend. I was looking for it. 
I came up with nothing. Well, when I went to my Toys R Us, I went to my Toys R Us on Thursday, this past Thursday, and I did manage to find Jetfire, Classics Jetfire. You bastard. <laughs> it's a good toy. I hate you. I strongly suggest picking it up. <laughs> but um, there was nothing. There, The only Transformers they had were the Starscream Primus figures, the 20th Anniversary Prime, and the Classics... Um, Voyager-sized figures, and that was it. They had nothing else. Oh, now see, my my local Toys R Us has a bunch of them, but they just have the Wave One of the classics. They still have a bunch of those Star Screams. They've got a bunch of the 20th Anniversary DVD Prime, which nobody's buying. Yeah, those are those are real shelf warmers. Yeah, and then there's a bunch of of the uh, Cybertron figures left. Yeah, the, there are a ton of Cybertron figures. Those things are not selling at all. <laughs> yeah. But it's all the, the cruddy and repainted ones. Yeah. Yep. There are a bunch of the, uh, oh, what are they called? The three-inch titaniums as well. I don't remember seeing them. They were probably there. Uh, Can, does your Toys R Us put all the Star Wars next to the Transformers? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, mine does too. Yep. Oh, there's also a bunch of the 6-inch titaniums as well, but nothing new, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, what was it? Uh, Thun- no, Primus, or Optimus Primal and Scourge Yep. was the latest l- release. Yep. Oh, uh, speaking of titanium, the, uh, new preview picks have appeared. On, uh, I believe it's BigBadToyStore.com, and we finally get to see the Fallen's titanium vehicle mode. Yep. I don't know who the Fallen character is. That's from the comics, He was in the second War Within series of comics. Okay. And he is supposedly one of the original 13. Okay. Well, (laughs) that's in the comic continuity that I have no idea about, so... (laughs) I mean, the figure looks nice. Oh, yeah, the figure looks really nice. Yep. I'm more interested in the, uh... uh Classics. Yeah. That's now, it. if they would just release those two last alternator figures, we'll be happy. Oh, th- that reminds me as well. My local Meyer stores just put out a bunch of alternators. Unfortunately, they're the, uh... I guess the newest wave, but... They don't have anything new in them. Oh, wow. It does have the repackaged uh, Meister, though. Nice. Yeah. Now, for those of us who live on the East Coast and Meister doesn't even exist out here, <laughs> are they just a toy store, or...? Meyer? Yeah. Uh, no, it's a store chain here that's... It's based in Michigan, but it's located within the Midwest. It's like a... Think like a super Walmart. Okay. And that's like what it is. They have like groceries, you got your clothes, toy section, electronic section. Okay, so it's so it's like a a, a not Walmart Walmart. Yeah. I think they were okay. around before Walmart. That I that I do know. I know okay. they've been around for a while. Yeah. Yeah, we here in the East Coast don't have anything interesting. <laughs> Unfortunately they don't have any of the classics figures though, so Ah. But they do have the, uh... What good are they? 
Yeah. They do have the 10th anniversary Beast Wars figures half off. That's nice. And what's the 20 some dollar price point called? Uh, Is that oh, Voyager? No. Yeah, Voyager. Yeah, those are also on sale. I think they're like $18 right now. So how many uh, red alerts do you have? Actually, I don't think there's any. Oh my god. <laughs> surprise, I surprise. Was in, I was in Target this weekend, and that's all they had. And then I looked up where they keep all the extra figures, and it was nothing but red <laughs> alerts. And they there weren't the boxes were one Nemesis Breaker and the rest were red alerts. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of Nemesis Breakers. There's even some new Leo Breaker for some reason. Uh there's the dark what is it? Dark Crumple Zone? Yeah. And oh what was the other one? The Scourge the Blue Scourge, what's that called? The the what? The Blue Scourge? Yeah. Oh, uh, Cryotech. Yeah, Cryotech. That's that's what I got here. Yeah, stupid Christmas holiday, taking all of our toys. <laughs> but I don't know how we got from there, or from the G1 Soundwave to here, but... Oh, yeah, that, that was a tangent. <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, um, are you picking up G1 Soundwave <laughs> at some point? Maybe. Or I mean, if I, if I saw him in Toys R Us for discounted price, I, I might pick him up. Do you already have the figure, or no? Yeah, I already have the Sound Blaster figure. Okay. Is the original or the reissue? It's the reissue. Okay. I, the reissue I from up, about a year or two ago. A couple of years ago at a local collector's place, they have, like, comics, and they have some mm-hmm. old toys, Transformers, He-Man, stuff like that. I found a complete G1 Soundwave. I got it for 45 bucks. So Nice. The joints are a little loose, the stickers are a little worn, but... Hey, you have a sound wave. Yeah, the door opens, everything works fine. Nice. Do you? It's really kind of a shame about this, because Toys R Us seems to be having... I don't know if this was Toys R Us's fault. I have a feeling that the shipment just never happened. <laughs> the toy's probably never been made. The well, I'm sure it's been made, I'm just... I'm wondering if they just kind of said, nah, fuck it. Hasbro was teasing everyone at BotCon. Oh, God. <laughs> Curse you, Hasbro. Curse you. We'll piss these fuckers off. Let's put this in the display case. <laughs> I can see it happening. Oy, I think we need to move on to listener questions. Actually, we have a uh, a uh, listener sound-off submission for this week. Very nice. Yes. This one comes from Halfin, and he's discussing the Transformers the Movie comic adaptation. So cool. here's Halfin. Hello, this is TFWire board member Halfin, with what was supposed to be a review of the first two issues of IDW's adaptation of the original Transformers movie, but I changed that. Now it's going to be about one of the things this miniseries was supposed to answer, who became Cyclonus, Scourge, and the Sweeps. Well, here's the answer. Thundercracker became Scourge. Kickback and Shrapnel? The Sweeps. Bombshell became Cyclonus. And Skywarp became the other Cyclonus. Or Armada, as it seems to hint as his name. This didn't solve anything, really. Having one Cyclonus would have solved this problem. But really, this is just the most notable example of what has been many small problems with this series which has mainly been dropped lines 
and a few new added ones, and has had a feeling of being rushed in the story. And I think the coloring is based off the movie's special edition remastered colors because Hot Rod is a little pink. So right now I don't feel this is a must-buy of individual issues, but will probably be a decent trade if you want a comic book adaptation of the original movie. Oh, and it looks like Armada got blown up by Grimlock. So they did at least answer one question. Whatever happened to the other Cyclonus? He was killed off screen in the movie. This has been Halfen, and this is all I have to say for now. And it only took eight attempts to make this review. Thanks, Halfen, for that. Yes, thank you very much. And if you want to have your listener submission uh, on the show, you can send those to tfwire at gmail.com. So, or place it in a self-addressed stamped envelope, too. <laughs> yeah. You can put it on CD and mail it to me. <clears throat> on to listener questions? Listener questions. All right. Question one. This comes from Mummercus Prime. If you ever got the idea to redub a Transformers episode, what episode would it be? Wow. Um. I don't know. What was the... Was it SOS Dinobots where Soundwave... Where the meteor fell and Soundwave had to... Uh, or Soundwave manipulated the Dinobots into joining the Decepticons, and then Swoop and no, that wasn't SOS Dinobots. That was whichever whichever episode Swoop and Snarl were built in. I would love to see. I would love to redub that, but do it like so absolutely nuts. Just make it funny. Okay, I'm gonna have to go with Armada Carnival. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. oh that would be pain. the perfect episode to redub. Yeah, you win. It was just so horrible to begin with. I mean, oh. how could you make it any worse? All I remember, you know what's bad? I think I've actually blocked the memory of that episode. All I remember are the minicons walking around in clothes. I, re- I don't even remember that. All I remember is turning the TV on, seeing the word carnival, and seeing <laughs> Hotshot driving into a carnival with all the minicons following him, and they're all so much smaller than he is, and just thinking, flip. <laughs> I think I only watched maybe five episodes in that entire series. The first, the first three, and then the last one. That's all you really need to watch. Yeah, see, I didn't even watch the end of the series. I watched the first three, which I recorded on DVD for some reason. I don't know why. And I saw the Carnival one, and I saw the one where Megatron became Galvatron. Yes, where the one he got a new paint job, and he's like, ha-ha, I'm now Galvatron! <laughs> bang, 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 bang. Exactly. It's like, why? <laughs> so we can sell more toys. Though I do have to admit, Hotshot's repaint was really good. Everybody else, crap. It was a great repaint. Unfortunately, the, the the mold wasn't all that great. Yeah, but honestly, I think that mold was better than the mold that they were thinking of using initially. <laughs> uh, With his chest being that trap door that just covers his head in vehicle mode. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to question number two. <laughs> this comes from Bot Marley. Have any of you seen the Beast Wars 2 movie, Show? 
Is it any good? While I have not seen the show, I have seen the Beast Wars 2 movie. So, do tell oh, us. Any good? My, actually, it's not horrible. Okay. For those of you unfamiliar with the Beast Wars the second I.E. myself. Yeah. <laughs> the whole plot of the series is an Earth-like planet is found. There is energy on this Earth-like planet. <gasps> so surprise, some surprise. Decepticons go to it. Autobots follow. They end up stranded on the planet. Well, that sounds like a pretty original story. Yeah. <laughs> Leo Convoy and his fellow um, repaints... Actually, the only two purely original figures in the entire line that I can remember right off the top of my head are Leo Convoy, the White Lion, and Galvatron, who turned into a purple dragon and a drill tank. Both figures are actually a lot of fun to play with. I actually have those figures, though I know nothing about the the series of the line. Ah. (laughs) Now, Leo Convoy was joined by, and I'm going to be using the U.S. names here, um, Snarl from Beast Wars, the Tasmanian Devil, the Squid Guy, who I can't remember his name, a green repaint of Spidor, the original Beast Wars figure, a repaint of Bighorn, and a repaint of Baboom. And Galvatron was joined by a repaint of G- Generation 2 Megatron called Megastorm. Then there was Dirge and Thrust, who were Machine Wars figures. And I can't remember the rest of the villains. The auto-rollers, all four of them showed up. But it was really kind of like a hodgepodge of most of the Beast Wars figures, because all of the Beast Wars insects showed up. The Beast Wars combiners showed up. Hell, a repaint of the Seacons, minus the lobster, showed up. It got crazy. (laughs) The whole... Was it any good? (laughs) Yes, actually, it was a lot of fun, because Galvatron tried to summon Megatron, G1 Megatron, from the past, and ended up summoning something called... Um, I want to say, I think it was Mega Zarak. I think that's what they called him. But it was a... It was a Transformer that turned into... It was the size of a battleship. He transformed into an uh, aircraft carrier. And he could go on land or sea. And then, at one point in the show, he goes completely ballistic, starts destroying everything, and then, for no apparent reason, Optimus Primal shows up. <laughs> Let's just tie everything together. Or, as he's called in Japan, Beast Convoy. And then they activate both their matrices, and Leo Convoy goes bright yellow, and Optimus Primal turns flaming pink. And they win the day. <laughs> so he went 80s, huh? Yeah, he went 80s. Okay. Actually, the movie itself wasn't bad. It was just kind of a, I'd say a 40-minute side f- story. But it wasn't too bad. Is it worth purchasing? No. Is it worth finding on the internet? Yeah, 
I would I would give it a I would give it a once over. There's there, a sub, yeah. There's a sub floating around somewhere. Is there also a fandom, or is that maybe for the a couple of the I shows? Don't know. I don't know if there's a fandom. Hmm. I'm sure to... a Google search would help, but <laughs> I don't feel like that. doing it right now. Yeah. Question three. Yes, please. This one comes from a new member to the TFYR forums. Yeah. Moonracers Groupie. I love that name. <laughs> Do you guys have any good idea which Optimus Prime toys roller is best suited to complement the Masterpiece Optimus Prime figure with the battle deck? I don't know how big that one is, but... Well, no, no. It can fit... The battle deck can fit easily um, an alternator's-sized figure. Yep. So, none of them. Because <laughs> they're all too small. So in that case, I guess the best one would be just the G1 roller. Yeah, Sounds well, that's the, the only roller we ever had. <laughs> well, we got it with the the hybrid-style convoy. Oh, yeah, but that thing's tiny. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could look at Armada Prime, or I'm sorry, Energon Prime's things as different versions of a roller. Eh. You had a fire roller, a submarine roller, a drill roller, a and helicopter roller. Okay. <laughs> oh, I tried. Uh, um, but though, in relation to the uh, the alternator figures, I mean, how big would the roller have to be? Pretty damn big. I mean, he'd have to be at least as wide as Jazz. Because that's the figure I always see in the trailer, is the Jazz figure. Yeah, but, uh, but I mean, does does a roller really have to be that big? How big is roller compared to the other Transformers, you know? Like in the cartoon itself? Roller... I think roller's only... In one is episode? big enough to hold four humans. I think that's about it. I mean, it's not... Roller's not huge. He's, he's roughly the size of... Um, there's a six-wheeled vehicle made by John Deere. I think if you took the wheels out and lowered the thing so the wheels stick out, I think that's roughly the size of how a roller would be. Okay. A large golf cart, okay? How's that? <laughs> Works for me. Roller, the Transformers golf cart. So I don't know if we answered this question, but... Well, it's kind of hard to to answer that question simply because there have only been two rollers. Yeah, so you have two choices here. Either the G1 roller or the hybrid style roller. And I'd go with the G1 roller, but it's going to look really, really small. <laughs> but it works. Yep. So, that brings us to the end of the show. Yes, it does. Anything else you want to add? Um, give us some feedback on OtakuBot. Uh, go ahead and download episode two. The feed should be up soon. Uh, for iTunes, we're just waiting for it to show up in iTunes. Yep. Uh, give us some feedback on uh, on that little podcast. Give me some ideas. We're going to be planning a Gundam show here in a in a few, maybe in a, in episode four or five. All Gundam show. Uh, we might do an all video game show. That all depends on what you guys would like to listen to. So give us some feedback. Send your feedback to tfwire at gmail dot com or stop by the forums. Yeah, and, and make sure you stop by the forums and tell Spadey you want his uh, Masterpiece Starscream review. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, I'm gonna keep hounding you on that so you get it online. Oh, <laughs> I'll sure remember to do it now, or get it up at least. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Yes. This is Matrix Prime signing off. This is Spada saying, "See ya." Later. I admire T and Wire. Oh, it brings me the news. But without D Buster, I feel I'm lost. Step in.